Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I am one of your hosts, Eric. I'm Michael, and I'm Boggs. Yay! Was a staring contest? Awkward silence. I'm playing along to the damn track that I can barely hear now. So. Start of the show. A little bit different show this week. Yeah. 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 We have to do the one thing that we never do, except for one of the times where we have our fucking entertainment talk. So, since it's uh, Boggs has been complaining for four weeks, he wants to do this. And now that the season has finally ended, we will end the show tonight with Game of Thrones recap. Full spoilers. Yeah, full spoilers. So, we'll tell you before we do it. It'll be at the end of the show. So Right after we spoil part of it. As soon as we throw out a couple <laughs> things in the middle of the show. No. We promise you, we won't do that. We would never do that to you guys. Maybe. No, there's totally going to be spoilers when we get to that part. Just oh, like yeah. fucking. So anyway, if you don't want to hear it. Don't don't fucking listen. Boggs is going to, as you already heard, he has his guitar, so he's going to entertain us this evening with a song. And uh, Eric's going to entertain us with. Um, Enlightening us on Game of Thrones because evidently we don't know what the fuck we're talking about or what's going on in it. No, you guys just aren't paying attention. I really don't. I just watch for blood and tits. So I mean, granted, so do I. So I don't really care about the rest of it. I don't even know the characters' names, and I've been watching every show. I still can't remember the fucking names. Did you start coming coming up with like uh, like pseudonyms like Lord Friendzone and? <laughs> no, I just I'm just like you know the fucking young daughter. You know, the, the whore, the one that's married to the dude that cuts guys' dicks off. That one. You know, people, that's how I refer to them all now. Really? You refer to Sansa's whore daughter? That's what you got there? <laughs> the whore, you know, the whore. The one that gets... I don't think she's a whore. I think she got raped. She's been made a whore. And conned into a marriage. Hey, what's up? Well... We have yet to see what all transpires in it. Well, the thing is this. If you become a man's wife back in those days, you have certain duties you have to perform, and she had to perform her duties. <clears throat> like the whore she is. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we're not talking about Game of Thrones yet. A lot of shit going on this week. Eh. Yeah, there is. A lot. But there I'm not going to talk about it. a lot of stuff that happened this week, as far as entertainment-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one is a little bit interesting. I know few episodes back we did um we had a uh, taylor muse from yes. quiet company yes. uh, box didn't attend because he's a fucktard yes. um 
<laughs> I'm just saying, yes, he has a fuck to Yes, I know. Yes. Uh, but apparently they are going to be uh, back in the Dallas area mm-hmm. um, on July 10th mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at uh, the Kessler Theater. Mm. So anybody in the Dallas area looking to hit them up, definitely go check it out. And also this one in particular should uh, pique Boggs' interest. In uh, June and July, they are going to be playing dates with Third Eye Blind. Yes, I saw that. So... I, I don't know if they're going to hit the Dallas area or not, but hey, we might. And we I want to check that show out. I want to say. I'll talk this. to you guys why I'm not going to that show after the show. Oh I want. My God. I want to say this. We've had Taylor Muse on. We've had Quiet Company on, but we haven't had Third Eye Blind on. And I did reach out to them because Boggs is such a big fan, and their fucking publicist whore said that they were working on their last album at the time. This is a handful of months ago, and that to check back with her afterwards, and then they'd be doing some, you know, pub for the new album, and I checked back in with her, and she didn't respond to me, so she can fucking suck a dick and go to hell. So, fuck <laughs> Third Eye Blind, because they could have been on our show. And let's face it, they need all the help they can get. Their career's pretty much uh, As of dead. now, yeah, they definitely do. So, fuck them. Now it's just, like, people that, oh, yeah, I remember that one song. Yeah, I remember that. Exactly. I love you guys. I heard about you on Intellectual Saviors. This guy always plays your shit. (laughs) So, fuck them. Is that what all the girls were saying? Don't anyone ever buy a fucking Third Eye Blind album again. They can all fuck suck a dick. Man, Brad's going to hate you tomorrow. Well, Brad can suck a dick and go to hell. Oh, is there some animosity happening on the Bropoc Ellipse? I'm just saying. He can suck my dick. Put it right in his mouth. See, this is what I was talking about when I was messaging you earlier. Can I can I say something? And I don't want. I just want to throw this at you guys. I Eric may have listened to the show. He may know this. I was a little inebriated when I did the show last week, but I had a good thing for me and Brad. We were talking about doing a road trip, and we've talked about this before. Doing the going oh, back to going Austin. to Japan. No, 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 no. We talked to do another Austin trip, like we did, or maybe San Antonio. Do something a little different. Uh, you know, boys' trip for the show. And uh, I brought one up to Brad. Brad mentioned something about we should do like a little road trip or some kind of a thing. And I brought up in Canada, they're having, did you hear about this, Eric? Yes. In Canada, they're having uh, a disabled orgy. Huh. And uh, able-bodied people are allowed Cost, to attend to. What, what is it, 20 bucks? 20 bucks. You got to be but one of the first. Yeah, they're, it's limited amount. People. Yeah, 125 people. And the the place is that's a big fucking orgy. It's it's great for all the attendants, and but that doesn't include that the people, the handlers, like for the deaf, they have sign language people and stuff like that. Because you got to make sure you get consent from the deaf people too. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't just start shoving it in them. <laughs> but they they said they had it they had it all set up and stuff where they had sections for like at least up to twenty wheelchairs. Why okay. are you looking at me like that? So anyway, so if Brad doesn't want to go for it, think about it, guys. August, we can go to Canada for a couple I'll think days. about it. I'll think about it. I'm not I'm, disabled, I'm so out. I don't really know Why how. are you I'm out? totally out. Why are you out? How are we going to get That's in? Are we going like, to pretend to be disabled? Mm-mm. You can Dude, get in. You don't have to be disabled to get in. So what if nobody sunglasses? that's disabled shows up? Then it's just an orgy. That's oh, just that's boring. Well, I'll just turn around and go home at that point. There's no point. Fuck this shit. This is what I signed up for. for Just an orgy? What the fuck is this? Everybody here has all their chromosomes. Fuck this. Oh, dude. What? (laughs) Give me a Down syndrome joke, for God's sake. Is that that what that meant? I take it back. (laughs) It's a little late for that. You know know what my problem is? I just don't have good morals because I'm not religious. Must be. Oh, that's right. You don't have a moral... uh, 
fabric in your body. Yeah. I, uh, which, you know, usually like the religious people are known as the, you know, the moralistic ones that, you know, keep our fucking country going. Is moralistic actually a word? Yeah, sure. I think so. If it's not, then you know what? I'm fucking adding it to the goddamn dictionary because if they're adding things like fucking selfie to the dictionary, then I can add the word moralistic. What do you think of that? Yeah. Mm, you're still so, a cunt. So anyway, I love this. I saw this Gallup poll put this out. It just came out the other day where according to the Gallup poll, confidence in organized religion, religion, religion has reached an all-time low. Only 42% of people have confidence in the organized religion process. Catholics got the highest um, or the biggest downturn, I should say. And they said that this has been a trend since the 70s, but the biggest downcline has been since around 2000. And most of that's happened when you started seeing like a huge amount of stories starting to come out about the Catholics fucking children. Yeah. So, but it's dropped. It used to be up in the 70 percentile. And over the, about the past 20 years, it's dropped to 42%. And I think that corresponds mm. with like, we've had the discussion recently, of course, how like more than 20% of people don't even claim to be religious anymore or be a part of affiliated with religion or religious institutions or however the fuck you want to word it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So I'd love to see the fall of the religious. It's great. It's not happening quick enough though. Well, it's happening faster. The reason why it's not happening fast enough is because still too many people are attending church and giving their fucking money, and they're that's why we keep having these bigger churches pop up and we get these mega churches so we get more more hypocrites and heathens going because they want to be a part of the fucking scene. And I saw this thing I thought was pretty interesting, where it's talking about tithing and everything, how people fucking are like the cur- the churches always encourage all their people to their flocks, you know, to give their ten percent and everything like that, and I kind of. I saw this thing and it's basically on the origin of it, which they talk about tithing is an Old Testament concept that's really taken loosely and out of context where the, the Israeli, uh, Israelis, ugh, Israelites were supposed to give 10% of their crops and livestock to the temple. And it, this is loosely kind of translated into the Old Testament on a couple of different times where they talk about tithing and stuff for, you know, feasts and to give to the poor of the land. So they took that concept, and then when the New Testament came, there was no mention of it at all. And we all know that the Old Testament doesn't count, because that's the one where God was running around killing everybody. So we don't like to talk about that when, you know, like, rape was okay, slavery is okay in God's eyes, and he, like, oh, that was the Old Testament. killed everybody. But it's Old Testament. It doesn't count. So the tithing doesn't really matter. In the New Testament, there are actually really no mentions of it. There's, like, four different places where it talks about giving to the Lord or something, uh, but it's always talking, it's not, it doesn't get percentages and it doesn't talk about money and things like that. It's more, you know, just giving to yourself of the Lord and stuff. And they make a good point that it even says in a, for the religious people out there, I want to help them out. You guys don't have to give your money anymore because according to 2 Corinthians 9, 7, um, it says that above all, you know, when it comes to the tithing and stuff, it says each man should give what he has decided to give in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion for God, because God loves a cheerful giver. So you don't have to give because you feel forced because fucking Joel Olstein is up there fucking saying, I need a new fucking private jet. Give me your fucking 10%, bitch. <laughs> so don't feel fucking forced to do it because in the New Testament, nowhere does it say you have to fucking tithe. 
So I'm going to help out the Christians there. So save your money. That, yeah, save your money. There you go. Boggs, let's end the show. What are we doing? Spend it somewhere oh. else. Wow, that was... Um, let's see. More news for the week. Um, obviously, the big one for uh, us music lovers and people that love the Deer Hunter. What? Uh, they released uh, their first single called A Night on the Town. Hey, now. And they also had the uh, pre-order for the next album, which, of course, is Act 4. It's not the next migrant-style album like he said he was going to do. <clears throat> I guess in the mill, meld of things, you know, you, I guess, got wrapped up in the acts kind of stuff. So um, Act 4, Rebirth and Reprise is going to come out, I believe, in August. That's not a pin. What the fuck is that? Is that like a mini bookshelf, dildo? Dude. Give me a one off the bookshelf. What the um, fuck is this? What am I holding in my hand? No, that's for like iPads and fucking tablets oh. and shit. Here, catch. So you don't have to oh, put you your bastard. fucking fingerprints all over your screen. You've never seen one of these? Nah. All I know is it looks like the it looks like a midget dildo. I mean, it, it could be, but it's a tiny dildo. That would be rough. No, nah, it's got a little rubber end on it, so it wouldn't be too harsh. But the really excited for the, uh, cold on your vag. the new Deer Hunter album, and they are going to be doing a tour in the U.S. of A. Um, beginning in yeah. September, I believe. Yeah. Um, so definitely, if they're coming to your town, you should check them out. They are awesome live. Um, I already have the um, limited edition vinyl and the regular vinyl on pre-order. So Look at that. That fucker's making it happen. I will be getting those two for shout. Yeah, I saw that, and I sent it to you guys to let you know that they're playing here, and I was very disappointed because you, while you guys are checking out Deer Hunter that night, if you decide to go, I don't know, Boggs will go because he sucks, but um, I'll be uh, rocking out to the very final uh, concert that Motley Crue ever plays in Dallas. Mm. <laughs> I, got, I got sucked into it. <laughs> I had to go. So you guys can either... You guys can, uh, I'll give you Eric's phone number. You can call him and he'll hold his phone up and you guys can listen to Deer Hunter concert with him or I'll periscope some of Molly crew from the crew show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get your choice. I, I think I'll go with the Deer Hunter. <laughs> Just me personally. I'm going to be fucking shouting at the devil, bitches. It's going to be awesome. Hey, man, it's their final tour. It's like Kiss. They final tour, and they'll be back. I was about to say final tour 15 times in a row. Although in this case, I think it is because... Mick Moore's looks like he's about to die any day, so... Could be. Anyway. Could be. So all you uh, 40-year-olds out there that have a little bit of metalhead in your background, don't you wish you guys are going to be here in Dallas in October so you can come hang out with me at the crew show? And just to uh, just to fuck with Brad a little bit more, because I, I just love fucking with Brad. Brad's gay. Um, well, I'm... The first time I heard A Night on the Town, one of my... It wasn't my first thought my it was probably second or third thought was man i don't think claudio's ever made anything this good oh oh jesus christ somebody somebody man you're gonna rile up that pot <laughs> somebody definitely gonna somebody's rile that fucking pot. just rubbing their tattoo and looking <laughs> in a fucking mirror and get turning red right now i'm kidding i'm kidding Add it. They, they, um, they all down, suck. Brad. I, calm down i don't think i i don't think i'm kidding about that one i think that's actually pretty accurate <laughs> I'm gonna, I've, I've heard both one uses the pentatonic scale to death and one doesn't I'm gonna say this fuck so. them too because they were supposed to we we're supposed to hook up something for them to come on our show and then uh, we got fucking snubbed oh, yeah too. I do remember that yeah yeah for whom 
to come on the show? For Coheed, Coheed and Cambria. Yeah. Coheed and Cambria. See, and, and that's even more off. reason for us to say fuck them. So fuck those motherfuckers. I like Coheed, but I like the Deer Hunter more. And a lot of that has to do with... And it, would you say that Coheed <laughs> is musical babies compared to oh the Deer Hunter? Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that they're babies. But I would definitely say that uh, the Deer Hunter have a lot more room to be more creative than Coheed does. Coheed pigeonholed themselves. They have backed themselves into a corner. Yeah, they pigeonholed themselves with their concept because they're taking it so far. And one of the things about the color spectrum and Migrant that I liked was, you know, Casey was just, you know, I'll, I'll come back to my concept, but I kind of just want to make music. And, like, I'm, I'm running my album now, and I can tell you now, there's a lot of occasions where I'm like, I really want to not do this concept. <laughs> I just want to write a fucking song. But, and, you know, it's a beat down. So you can pigeonhole yourself, and it sucks too because when you're trying, when you think about like trying to make art as far as music goes, Claudio is stuck on pentatonics, man. Like he's done one fucking scale this whole time, and every time I listen to a Coheed song, it's the same, and it's been like that for albums, except for Year of the Black Rainbow because that was actually just garbage. Oh my god. <laughs> I, yeah, I think there was like one song on that album that I liked. It wasn't well done. Even the one song that I like, I can listen to harmonies on it and go, why did has you this, keep that? Has this show just turned into Brad reviews an album? <laughs> no. This is anti-Brad reviews. This is fuck Brad in the ass show. God damn it. <laughs> that show's not even on the air anymore. They pulled the plug on it. <laughs> so bad. Brad review. Oh. Whoa. Brad reviews an Whoa. album, he pulled it? Yeah, yeah, he decided not to do it. He stopped tugging on it a long um, time ago. So, you know, listen to Bropocalypse. Brad said he loves it when we shit on his fucking show. And <laughs> Does he? <laughs> he gets so mad. He got so mad at me. And yeah, yeah you he, should be backing him as because uh, like, one of those shows is your show. I know, and I even which goes, by the way, the funniest you shit part on is this one. He <laughs> we give that show shit because you're on it, not because Brad's on it. Brad, Aww. Brad he just gets he to, spoke to my heart. Why he, he said mm. that we need to be supporting each other. We do need to support each and, other. We need to be more loving and caring towards like, one another. Like a ball hammock. We need to support each um, other. That's too much support. You know, it's it's kinda like when your life is being threatened by your kidnapper. What? And you develop Stockholm syndrome mm -hmm. and you eventually just fall in love with them. That that is what Bropocalypse is. <laughs> you guys have kidnapped the intelligence mm -hmm. of listeners. Metaphorically speaking. Mm. Yeah. Raped them, had your way with them. Figuratively speaking. Yeah. Their life hangs in your balance. We are niche. And they have now developed a love for you. Yeah. Literally speaking. We are kind of the Manson family of podcasts. <laughs> now that you put it that way, I think about it. <laughs> we kind of do have that element about us. But, and, but I have to blame Brad for all awful things that happen on the show. He, so. he makes me say bad things. Because <laughs> I'm a really good person. With that said, you know, if if you really want to know what it's like to be in fear for your life, but love something all at the same time, <laughs> go listen to Bro-pocalypse. We put in or a don't. lot. Of, we put in a lot or, of effort in on the show. Really, it's okay if you don't. Nobody really, really gives a shit. Really wish people would go listen because you know it's a cry for help for us, and we need more people <laughs> to hear. <laughs> Speaking of, I guess I, I should go and do this because I tease this and stuff. Um, fuck it. Let's just let's do some segments here.
Well, it's story time with Uncle Michael again. Get ready to suppress some childhood memories. First of all, so I have to apologize because Eric called me out on this. I think last week or maybe it was bog. I can't remember. You guys are always fucking beating my balls now. But I, uh, so I did this segment like five months ago and I was going to try and do this like every couple months or so, tell like some fucked up story from past. And then as soon as I did the segment once, me and Brad started doing the, the Bropocalypse, which basically the whole show is us just telling fucked up shit about our lives. So I kind of took that material away and moved it over to that nonsense. So I worked in, I've been telling stories about where we had this segment where we did uh, things about our first uh, sexual experiences and everything. I went into a, a thing I had with my high school girlfriend who was very young. And uh, so I told a little story about her last week and stuff. But there's one really interesting one I thought, this is very disturbing, but I saved it for you guys. Because there's this, just, I'm trying to find a reason to work it in and put it on this show, like, and there's a tiny, tiny little religious element, I guess. So, um, so anyway, I fucking had my high school girlfriend stuff, and we'd been fucking doing things to each other for quite a while and stuff. And I was 17, she was 15. I had a friend who was 18 years old, and he's a buddy of mine. I've talked about on this show before. Who was a real piece of shit, uh, did a lot of drugs, fucked around a lot of broads. He's an abandoned stuff, and then uh, probably the worst human I ever fucking knew. And now he's a Christian. And now he's a, the fucking Catholic, and he has like six or seven fucking kids. And he won't even, he doesn't even masturbate anymore because it's against the Lord. So he's real hardcore now. He's still a piece of shit. Straight edge. Yeah, straight edge, motherfucker. So when I was 17 in high school and stuff, my girlfriend is telling me that her cousin, this was like during the summer, her cousin was to come out to visit. And uh, she's telling me about her cousin. Her cousin was only 13. I just want to stress. She's a 13 year old girl. And she was telling me these stories. She goes, Oh, my cousin. Complete fucking whore. I said, whore. Yeah, fucking whore. 13. What is a fucking whore at 13? You know? She's like, well, she's like, you know, when I was out there once, like, she was trying to, like, make out with me and stuff like this. I'm like, oh, wait, that's weird. Like, kissing cousins is fucking weird to begin with. Although, if it's two cute girls, then it's probably okay. I'll give, I'll give it a pass. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, a little weird. Fucking so, sexist piece of shit. Then she's telling me that she's like, well, she goes, the story she was telling me, she was from Houston. She's like, you know, she was uh, babysitting, 13 years old, babysitting um, some kids for her family member or whatever down the street, you know, f- friends. And uh, she had a couple of her boyfriends, guy friends that she knew from school come over. And basically what she would do is like one of the guys, the kids were like sleeping, would kind of watch over the kids while the other guy would go fuck her. And then they would just take turns fucking doing that. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty hardcore for a 13-year-old. And she's like, yeah, and, you know, she was uh, hooking up with this one guy at high school and stuff and some of his friends, and they're, like, fucking gangbangers her and stuff. So I'm like, okay, so, okay, this is getting worse. And then she told me that she was telling her story about how, like, she was hooking up with some, like, 30-year-old guy. I'm like, okay. What the fuck? I'm like, this is before the internet and stuff. I need to point this out again. I'm an old guy. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is bullshit. She's not like, she's, there's no fucking way here. She's fucking with you. And then I was like, well, when she comes out here, you know, do you think she might be up for a fucking three-way? I mean, she's kind of a slut. So she didn't go for that one. So unfortunately, uh, the girlfriend wasn't into it. If it wasn't her cousin, I might have been able to work that one out. So she comes out to visit and stuff. So 
I hung out with a buddy a lot. So we went over his house and they had band practice and stuff one night. So it's me, her, and her cousin, my friend Chris, after the other guys left and stuff. And I, t- I was telling Chris all these stories about her. So I said, this girl's a fucking whore. I go, this is what she's fucking telling me and stuff. So Chris is like, whatever. Chris is 18. 13? 18. So Chris is t- talking her up, making jokes with her and everything. They're getting all chummy and everything. I'm like, oh. like hey, your fucking cousin, she's a... Uh, I go, she is a flirt, huh? She's pretty easy going. She goes, oh, yeah. She goes, I told you. She goes, you don't believe me. So we set up a thing where we're going to sneak out one night. We used to do this show all the time when we were young and stuff. We'd go to each other's houses, sneak in, sneak out, go do fucking stuff, like go places and do things to each other. And uh, so we can roll around. We went over to fucking pick them up. They snuck out the fucking window. She had, she lived, her house was two stories. She's up on the second story. They snuck out, come down the fucking roof. <laughs> we get them. We go up to the high school and stuff. So, I'm with my fucking woman, and I'm fucking nailing her in a car and stuff, and Chris, uh, I should say my friend, <laughs> excuse me, I, try, I, was leave, I was trying to leave names out of this, my friend takes her cousin, and they go fucking walking off and everything, we're fucking pounding it out, doing our thing and stuff, we're like, yeah, so we're sitting there bullshitting for a while, I'm like, oh, I wonder where they went to, we go look for them and stuff, we're walking around, looking around the field and stuff, we go up near the tennis courts, and you just hear this fucking, uh, <laughs> like, like oh what the hell's going on so we walk around the side of the court and the courts are all blocked off and you can't see anything like we found a hole and we're like looking through and you just see fucking this white ass going up and down <laughs> my fucking 18 year old friend is nailing this 13 year old girl on a fucking tennis court at a high school tennis court Jesus and, and that my friends is how not to live your life and the moral of the story is this. <laughs> this don't, possibly me. Don't let your 13-year-old daughter babysit. That's the moral of the story. Ow, fucking fly just attacked me. <laughs> He's all over your collar. I just heard him buzz me, like, in my fucking ear. It scared me. God damn it. Go back to Eric. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so anyway, like I said, these stories aren't supposed to be uh, moralistic, funny, or anything. Just little stories of what happened in my past. <laughs> so I just thought that up there. So I have literally seen child rape. So all right, well that's just wonderful of the yeah. Christian man to do that. Thank you, everybody. Thank is you. he Catholic? Yes, he Maybe is. That's Catholic. why he's so oh. repentant. Actually, he no, knows of all the bad shit that he's done. Actually, now I think about it, that does make a lot of sense. That he's he turned Catholic after that. He's Catholic. Maybe that was a, an awakening for him. Oh, he's got a lot of childrens too. Mm. I don't. I don't really know what that. Oh, definitely, I actually did go to Eric. I'll be damned. See, I told him as I go to Eric, and now he's over there. Go to Boggs. Go to Boggs. Dude, look at him fucking... Look at that son what of a fuck, bitch. man. Somebody kill that fucking thing. I don't have a fly swatter. God damn it, Boggs. Use your guitar. He actually did come to me. God fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I just said God fuck. I'm going to fucking catch him. Oh, oh, I just punched him. I think he went fucking flying. Oh, my there. God. Anyway. <laughs> I just kung fu'd that motherfucker. <laughs> so, I, I can't remember how many episodes back, but I remember you having a, uh, a segment where you talked about the, the market of breast milk. Oh, yeah. That's out there. Yeah, dude. That was uh, on the uh, internet, surfing the internet yes. segment. Um, so, due to the growing online craze and among the fitness communities, as you talked about, you know, people think that it gives them virility and gives them strength and more stamina and whatever. Uh, fetishites and then chronic disease sufferers, because a lot of people claim that it can cure diseases and whatever. And. Um, Experts have started to come out with research of their own 
Um, and a lot of doctors are coming out and saying that it's actually not only does it not do anything for you, it's also can be very harmful for you. Uh, and the reasons are is because of nutritionally, it has less protein than in cow's milk. So it's better for you as far as protein wise to drink cow's milk. Mm-hmm. Um, second off, because of the hazards, because um, of uh, it, it can't really replace a healthy diet. And what they're saying is, is that also not only nutritionally does it not have the same properties as a lot of the food that you currently eat, but also that um, the women that are procuring their milk and then selling it online mm-hmm. do not necessarily sanitize equipment properly, right. have improper or prolonged storage for transportation of the milk that exposes them to bacterial foodborne illnesses. Mm. Um, and that also women also fail to sanitize while producing it. So they won't like clean their nipples and shit like that. You know what they should do? I mean, I'd pay more for it too if you could just get it straight from the tap. You know what I mean? Like you just go over the house and just suck it right out of them. Then you know you're getting it fresh. You can like get an alcohol pad, wipe down their fucking nipple and their titty, and then you can put your mouth on it, just suck it directly out of it. I mean, you charge a little bit more for it, but. And they're saying that while... Oh, I guess you're not into that idea. (laughs) While uh, a lot of the people that are on there claim to have been tested for viruses during pregnancy, uh, you know, most people don't realize that that's just a common thing. Screening needs to be taken regularly while they're pregnant. But after they're not pregnant, Mm -hmm. sexual activities and other stuff can also expose them to viruses, which they can then pass on to customers. So you can get, like, chlamydia from breast milk? So, I'm not sure about all the viruses, but... Uh, it's actually bacteria. Oh, essentially, what the consensus it's all of I mean, it's whatever. It's a bottle the of um, expert community is, they're saying it's mumbo-jumbo, and mm-hmm. it does nothing more than what a placebo would do. Conversion party through e- breast milk. So Charge you up, motherfucker. <laughs> Put your mouth on my titty and get charged up. That's... Uh, why am I getting nothing but head shakes with you get guys? charged up I, and protein. Speaking of yeah. getting charged up, did you guys hear that the Mexico Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage this week? Really? Yeah. Mexico? Mexico beat us to the punch. God damn. You know, that's actually... That's... So that was that was probably the worst segue. <laughs> Why do you because, say that? Because of... Why? Because uh, I said speaking of getting charged up. Sometimes, Michael, I just don't know... How I feel about you. I don't know either. I'm, I'm Anyway, so, but I just think it's funny that, you know, because Mexico's highly Catholic. You know what I mean? You'd think they'd probably, because of that, they might be a little bit behind us in progressiveness and stuff. But yet, we're the country that's still waiting to do this. And Mexico fucking beat us to the punch. And speaking of them fucking Mexicans, man, you know what? That makes me think Whoa. of something. Wow. It's the dick of the week. I was waiting for Eric to sit down to spring that one on him. No, so we've kind of been talking a little bit about all the candidates running for president and everything, just briefly, because it's a clown car and there's going to be a fucking year of this shit to talk about. So I didn't put a lot of stock into it, but 
it's like a godsend, and I know all the comedians have already been making jokes about it, and everybody's fucking jizz in, in their pants about it, but uh, it's so great that Donald Trump threw his hat into the fucking ring. Uh, uh, Dick of the Year winner, circa 2013, <laughs> the great Donald Trump. So anyway. That is prestigious. But he is a huge piece of shit. Very sought after <laughs> title. <laughs> His daughter is smoking hot, though. Yeah, I don't know how it came from that. Um, they, they probably paid for a lot of surgeries. <clears throat> that's a good point, too. That's a good point. Although his, her mom was a very attractive uh, Russian woman that I'm sure he mail-order brided. Because Russia is the top country for mail order brides. I yeah, know, we found that out, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, um, so Donald Trump threw his hat in the ring and he gave a speech. I'm sure a lot of people have already heard this, but if you haven't, this is so genius. And this goes off of the Hispanic population because he made his point about how we need to build. One of his first things he was going to do was build a huge fucking wall along the whole southern border of the United States. Like, we've never heard this idea before, but he's going to do it. It's going to be one of his first things. So this is a little bit of his uh, speech talking about the immigrants. The U.S. has become a dumping ground for everybody else's problems. (laughs) Thank you. It's true. And these are the best and the finest. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems. And they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. But I speak to border guards, and they tell us what we're getting. And it only makes common sense. It only makes common sense. They're sending us not the right people. It's coming from more than Mexico. It's coming from all over South and Latin America, and it's coming probably, probably from the Middle East. But we don't know, because we have protection, and we have no competence. We don't know what's happening. And it's got to stop. And it's got to stop fast. So, first of all, I love the fact that they send, you know, fucking like, you know, drug addicts and rapists and some of them are probably good people though you gotta point that out they might be drug they're bringing drugs in there they're gonna rape your women but some of them are probably all right but we want to keep them motherfuckers out. i love how they say they're sending them to us like mexico's got charter tours where they're like loading up buses like if the mexican government and fucking sending these people over or something he's so fucking awesome i love him so much <laughs> And like I said, he talks to border guards. No, you fucking don't. Oh, yeah, he's really... He's, Get off of your fucking golden chair to no, go talk to border guards. He's pretty involved, dude. I don't know if you realize this, but he still has people over in Hawaii searching for the real birth certificate of Obama. The hunt's still on. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Eric doesn't seem to like him as much as you do. I do. I, I'm voting for him. That Donald Trump, 2016. That's my fucking candidate. Yeah, it's a surefire way to know that... Um, the property that you own will not be yours. It'll be those of the elitists and the rich. Surefire way to make sure Whatever, that dude. him and his cronies You're get more fucking money than they already have. You're such a hater. Not a hater. It's just the truth. Trump's the guy, got, Trump's got the a hater. hater truth. The guy purposely <laughs> swindles his way into back alley fucking deals, which mm-hmm. are borderline mm-hmm. illegal, to no. build his fucking empire. No. 
What the fuck are you talking about? No, nah, he's great. He fires people on TV. He's awesome. Fuck that guy. He's the best. Fuck him and his fucking shitty ass hair. Oh, no. No, not the hair. Not my hair. Anyway, I got really excited because I thought, man, I can almost be as powerful and as rich as Donald Trump. And I can just go and fuck him with a dildo with all my money. Uh-huh. Um, Jesus. Because if you go to eBay, uh-huh. you can find... $100 trillion Zimbabwean dollars. Oh. And they are going for the meager price of uh-huh. $35. Wow. There's only one catch. Okay. If you try to bring that currency to your bank, uh-huh. they're only going to give you 40 cents. Oh, my God. Fucking so. Zimbabwe. God damn them and their money. They uh fucking trap. They're not the best economists. I think that, I mean, really, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> to, the, to the Donald Trump stuff. God damn it! But yes, the uh, the one hundred trillion dollars Zimbabwean dollar is uh, considered a collector's item. Well, there even you though go. it's only worth forty cents. I got some uh, old like German Deutschmarks and stuff like that. That's. Uh, worth nothing now that I'll sell to anybody for substantial amount of cash. I think the thing with Donald Trump that I like about that speech that gets overlooked, everybody's making, you know, about the whole rapist and the some good people comment. Everybody's making fun of that. To me, the best thing he said was when he's talking about how it's not just the, the the Mexicans and the Latin American stuff, but the Middle East coming up through there. I think that's that's one of those little, like, red-haired things. Like, he'll throw it out there, like a little nugget for the crazy right-wingers who... Like, we talked about this story before where they're talking about how uh, Al-Qaeda and ISIS are, like, yeah. sending... Getting the Mexicans on board to serve their cause, and then they're coming across the border so they could do terrorist acts. I knew of, it. Donald Trump's hit it on TV. Yeah, and I think that's was a, that was a little shout out to the really crazy right wing conspiracy fuckers. And he's not a crazy. No, he is a fucking one of the leaders, motherfucker. Oh, he's the fucking worst. Like I said, he's still got people in Hawaii looking for uh, Obama's birth certificate because he was a Kenyan. So, kudos to Donald Trump for joining the presidential race. You saw a president of the dicks, <laughs> a dick of the week. Uh, that's it. I'm done. Let's go home. Oh, wait. Game of Thrones talk still. Oh, are you going to play a song for We're not us? not even close to done. Oh. <laughs> are we doing this right now? No. Boggs is going to play us a song first. Do you to, what were you doing first? No, you play us a song. You fucking said you're going to play a no, song for us. Are you that giddy? Are you yes. that giddy? You can't wait for Eric to speak? Oh, I'm sorry, Eric. Go ahead. No, no. Jesus. It's obviously... Boggs time, I guess. <clears throat> Sorry, Eric. No, it's all good. No, I just haven't. Boggs hasn't done a song on the show in like a month and a half. I'm very excited to hear what he's going to do for us. This is a song called Hospital Bed Crawl. God damn it. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> in the backseat of a car, in the corner of the room, in the shadows where I hide from you. To the hospital bed crow, the terminal yell, and violently alone I feel. Well, hey, you're the only thing I wouldn't change in this place. It's strange to say 
Downtown, there's a lurker making rounds, and he's keeping tabs on you. And he likes the taste of blood, and he loves the way you love, and that's just what he wants from you. Well, hey, you're the only thing I wouldn't change in this place. It's strange to say you're the only angel I ever gave away. No, I don't want your shining eyes. Darling, don't you be polite. I'm just like all the other boys I won't take a no I'm soaking in your cinnamon I've taken more than I can give Darling, I'm alone So I'll never let you go There's always these fucking musical breaks I have to, like, fight through Well, hey you're the only thing I wouldn't change In this place It's strange to say You're the only angel I ever gave away Wave at the camera I'm waving Die Fuck off <laughs> Wow There's a girl that loves you that shows up on her Periscope every time I put Bog's name on it. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Name's Crystal. Hey, now. Mm. Hey, now. I think when we did the top ten stripper names in your bride, I think Crystal was one of them. Was it? Yeah, no offense, Crystal. Yeah, no offense. Unless you want to send us pictures and tell Saber the <laughs> Why would you be a f Why would you want to offend her if that were the case? I don't. Then why did you set that as a prerequisite to where you would want to offend her? I, I said, don't be offended by this because I don't mean anything Unless you. Unless you want to send us pics. Now I'm confused why that would be a prerequisite yeah, for you to offend wanna, her. Yeah, she doesn't She can be offended if she won't send us pics. Um, another big uh, you, news kind of story this week. Uh, we have been getting a lot of really good positive feedback about the uh, anniversary show. A lot of people wanting to be on their live. Uh, got, a, got a few. We need more. So if you are listening and you want to be on the... Excuse me. The fucking round table for the anniversary show. It's going to be around the 1st of September. Not exactly sure yet. Hopefully we'll do it like on Saturday. Make it easy for you fuckers. Um, get a hold of us. Send us email. Uh, intelsavers at gmail.com. That's the best way to do it. And then put, you know, if you're interested in doing it. If you're, you know, when you might be available. Blah, blah, blah. Just kind of give us some basic information. We'll touch bases with you that way. Because if you send it to us on Facebook or Twitter or something, it might get lost and whatever. We don't fucking care. And plus, you don't want your personal shit out and open. And we're not one to... Yeah, we got a couple of Facebook direct messages. I'm did, not on Twitter, so I haven't seen anything Did get on a there. couple on Facebook, which is fine. People said they want to be... And that's fine. And we'll touch back with them and everything. But uh, we want to get... I'd say if we get four or five people, and then maybe we can do like a shift thing. Get a couple people on 
and do a segment with them and then get a couple of different people on because we don't have too many people on at once. And maybe we'll get a couple of our buddies to come and join Is in with Is it possible if we're going to do that to have people sign up for the segment that they want? We'll just like list them out on somewhere and they can sign up for that somehow? Um, I, I think we'll just have to see, you know, whenever we can all get together and we have a day for it and whenever we can kind of schedule them to do it. Like I said, I like to do maybe two, three people tops at a time. So if we can get a couple people to do a couple segments, you know, two or three people segment, you know, get rid of okay. them, get a couple more. And uh, we'll see. And we'll come up, we'll develop something. We'll come up with some kind of nonsense we can do with them or they can do with us. And it'll be fun. We'll have sing along with Boggs. We'll do all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> but uh it's a work in uh, progress it's an, it's an idea we can develop yeah definitely got some kinks we gotta work through yes um obviously uh this week is a huge week for gamers they have e3 going on i don't know if uh Either of you boys have been paying attention to it at all. I haven't been paying attention to it at all. I've been fucking busy as shit. I've been paying attention. A lot of big news out there. Uh, Biggest one that I am most excited for is uh, Fallout 4. Me too. Um, Fallout 3 was obviously a fantastic freaking game. And then earlier this month, they announced Fallout 4, but they didn't give a release date. Nope. And then Bethesda had their uh, conference and they kind of showed off the game and all that stuff. And then, oh, by the way, it's coming out this year. Yes. So that's a huge fucking bomb. Um, And it looks freaking awesome. You can essentially build your own little towns and have traps and stuff. It's like an open world, post-apocalyptic, non-Mad Max-like game. Mad Max and its guns. I would say. I need to see that movie, dude. Very creative in like, the way you can build up your guns and stuff like that. I was supposed to go see that with you sometime, and it didn't yeah. really work out, and then I just never got to see Is this on theaters? Yeah. I should go see that. Um, All right. Any listeners want to go see that with me? But that's a uh, fantastic game to look forward to. Um, there's several others that just uh, people are going bananas over, and I don't really understand it. Uh, the biggest one is uh, one that's coming out on uh, PlayStation, which is called The Last Guardian. Mm. I, 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 I don't understand why people are going crazy over this. It was like a, a minute and a half demo that they showed of this little kid that was yelling out Japanese words at this weird fucking like half dog, half griffin fucking giant monster. And, and they weren't doing anything. All I they did was... Griff dog. Oh, God, they just, All they did was platform. He jumped to a ledge, almost missed it, and the fucking little griff dog caught him. <laughs> he went with it. Yep. And then he, like, oh, the griff dog doesn't want to move because there's something that he doesn't like, so he pushes it out of the way. It's like, why, why, I, I don't understand why people are excited about this. It looks boring as shit. Nah. Fuck it. I, I don't understand gamers sometimes. Did you, did you see that... Uh, Finally, Sony is actually going to remake Final Fantasy VII. See, I don't uh, give a shit about that either. Don't care. Heard that too. Everybody's excited about that. Don't care. I really don't care. You guys wanted newsworthy items. I fucking gave you one. Fucking deal with it. Here's what I find funny about that one is that I have a few friends that are like vehemently opposed to any kind of remasters or remakes, and they, they fucking hate all that shit, and they'll never fucking buy them. And then they come up with this, and all of a sudden they're like jerking off in their pants. 
Like Brad? It's like, whoa, dude, like, you just said you fucking hate that shit, and now you're all over it? Like, you already own the game. So, like, are we talking about Brad right now? No, I mean, well, Brad is one of them. But I have other friends that are like that uh, as well. First that, you shit on Coheed, now Final Fantasy, what a dick. No, I'm not, sh- <laughs> I'm not shitting on it. I mean, people that like it, like it. That's great and all. But I don't understand the point of shitting on remasters and all that stuff. And then getting fucking gaga crazy over a remake of a well over decade old game that is, I mean, let's be honest, it's shitty at this point. <laughs> it is. It's just shitty. God damn that fucking fly. <laughs> old mechanics. Old. He's about to slap me in the head of the knee for the, the fucker, fucking fly. The fucker loves your ginger hair, dude. He keeps landing. Oh, fuck. You, almost, you missed him, dude. I know. God damn it. Fucking. Shit. That was uncomfortable. He, he loves fucking the ginger's hair. Whatever product you got in your hair, he's attracted to it because he keeps mm-hmm. landing your fucking head. He's all like, "Hey, baby, you got some of that shit back?" Hey. I use uh, cow manure. Hey. Cow manure. Oh. Well, that does explain it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really good product for making your hair stay straight. I don't, dude, honestly, I'm interested in the remake. You know, the thing that they'll have to do, though, is remake it for people that are my age and not 12. Because I played that game when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever gone back and played it again at 20, 27, it's not that great. It's not really. that good. It's not. It was, like, for its time, yes, it was great. Yeah, well, but for its, not anymore. You know, that was like the beginning of like the, oh, my God, look at these graphics. Because the gameplay had like really weird polygon graphics. But um, all the cinematography they did for all their video shoots in between like all the cutscenes, Yeah. That was like monumentally huge for PlayStation to have. So, like, I get that part to it. The game kind of sucked, though. Like, if you go back and play it now, mm-hmm. you can overpower yourself. Like, it's not a very balanced game. So, it doesn't really see Like, it just doesn't become challenging very much if you're playing it. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I played it so much and yes. I knew what I was supposed to do the whole time. But, yes. it, uh, you know, I've played games before where even knowing all that stuff, it was still fucking hard to do. You know what my favorite game is? Fucking Meat Boy. Goddamn. Games of Thrones. <laughs> Hold on. Never mind, actually. What am I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers! Ned Stark dies. (gasps) Somebody gets raped. Titties. If you haven't seen any of it, do not listen to this part of the show. Major fucking spoilers on the way. Okay, enough. Enough. I'm gonna cut off everybody's fucking mic. Little fade outs in the credits and shit. Fuck you, David, and whatever that other guy's name is. Daniel and David. What? Oh, before we get started, I gotta ask you guys a question. I asked somebody else recently. All right. If you had to fuck one or the other, which would it be? A midget or an amputee? Um. What the fuck is this? Just goddamn an answer, please, quickly. Can I get specifics on the midget? Yeah, go ahead. No, specifics. Like, is it like? It's a fucking midget, dude. It's a little person. Is it the ones that are just like legally? A midget because they're under what four eight? I think it has. Nah, like a real fucking midget with the little stump legs and shit. <laughs> um, and also the amputee. What exactly are they missing? Everything. 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 They're yeah. like a bob. Yeah. No arms, no legs. <laughs> they're a bob. Yep. <laughs> they're a fucking 
candy apple in mm-hmm. the. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why, the Why are you thing? laughing at this? Because this is serious. They're I'm, pop. They're I'm, pop. Pull, I'm picking a pole, <laughs> motherfucker. Candy apple. Oh, amputee midget. I just thought of a candy apple with a little human face on amputee it. Amputee midget bogs. Probably amputee. Amputee. Wow. Yeah. You <laughs> sick cool. motherfuckers. <laughs> I, you were talking about fucking Game midgets thrones, on your Game podcast, you piece of shit. And wheelchair people. Come on, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Deliciously disabled. So, thoughts on this season? Toronto, August. The I, whole uh, season. Yeah, I didn't particularly care for the Dorn plot at all. I didn't give two shits about that entire thing. The entire time I felt bored. I felt like it was just kind of meandering. You know? It's like the... Braun and Jamie, two of the characters that I care least about on an epic adventure. You know what I mean? Like, who gives a shit? Um, and like the way that they did, like the whole uh, the Sand Sisters was kind of lazy, in my opinion. Yeah. See, I think the the whole thing with that, the Dorn thing. I, I think you're right. They put way too much into it. I think they could have condensed it because you know it's a setup for more shit. Because now that they took out the daughter, that's going to cause problems. You know what's going to happen. It's just rifle with war between those two or whatever. They're leading. they're heading towards something bigger. But, yeah, I think you're right. They drug it out, put way too much into it. I thought this whole season was very slow moving. It was. It was a build up to pretty much everything that happened in the final episode. Which, uh, so We'll get there. We'll get there. It, it is like they drug out every storyline just to get to the final episode. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't particularly see. That's the, I always felt anticipatory, and it was kind of like not always answered. You know, mm-hmm. like it wasn't as craftily done as like season one was. Season one was a ridiculously well crafted story. Mm-hmm. Um, like Arya's plotline is another one that was really slow, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't really care to learn all the shit that Arya's gonna learn. I just don't. I don't care. It's the only real uh, insight that it gave you is like this is how this church runs. You know what I mean? This is the comings and goings of God damn that fly. Is it a, is it a church <laughs> or a dojo? Is it a place where it's you go to drink fucking dirty Joe. water and die? Yeah, basically that. Drink this shit and then they water steal your and die. Face, and then they use your face later. I think it's more of a dojo because they are training you to be, you know, a person of their faction. Like a temple. For the many-faced god? Yes. yes. So they're like monks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like a religion? Yeah, like Buddhist monks. So we can call it a monastery. Temple. So Yes, a monastery. Maybe we go. can go monastery because a monastery is basically a dojo and a church combined. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. I wasn't particularly fun. The other thing that, you know, uh, made me lose interest in a lot of this story, too, is like they didn't even touch on Bran's story for... I ne- never. Never. It never came up. It never came up because uh, the guy who plays Hodor... When they were doing all of the shooting, had stuff to do. Like he had to go and do his DJ thing or something. <laughs> so I'm dead serious. He, that, he did have to go out. And he do had his to go DJ and do a tour. So fuck that guy. <clears throat> I don't um, think. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the whole reason why. That's they probably why Honestly, it was so goddamn boring. Is because they couldn't progress that storyline at all. Yeah, it's very possible uh, the next season's better for that reason, and he might have fucked them over. But the other thing fuck with that, that guy. is <laughs> fuck Hodor. Fuck Hodor. Yeah, that shit. 
I don't know. Like, there's a lot go to learn about DJ, that. DJ, because I'm like cool now. The other thing though is they don't Fuck have a you. lot of space to put that storyline anywhere. Game of Thrones is the only like, thing you're ever gonna do worth a damn. What do you? They could have cut back on the Dorn story. They could have cut back on the Arya storyline. I guess they could have gotten rid of a lot of fluff. Yeah, there was a lot of fluff. I think so. Really, ultimately, I think that this was a culmination of the fact that they burned through so much story before they got to this. So at this point, they are completely caught up to the book. Mm -hmm. So th I don't think that they wanted to go past the book in this series as far as this season. So I think in the back of their head, they were going, oh, shit. We have a lot of crap to fill mm -hmm. to go 10 episodes long, each one an hour. And we have to somehow fill it with story while not going past the books. You know what, though? They could have done a lot of different things. Like that, uh, I know this much, the battle that Jon Snow has uh, where they storm over that wildling camp. Yeah. Or I guess it's really a town. That doesn't happen. He just gets like, he gets a letter that it happens. Yeah. whatever in the book so like doing that kind of shit it was really well crafted that part was great for me because it it showed you everything you needed to know and they didn't waste any time doing any stupid dialogue you know what i mean like they had this giant battle and in the middle of that battle one you learn Jon snow is actually a badass two you better have valyrian steel if you're going to beat any of them because otherwise you won't have weapons in your hands and they'll just cut through you you know, and then three, that main guy that strolls up to the edge and then raises everyone from the dead, like, they put a face to the White Walkers immediately, and no one said a word. Genius. That part was great. Yeah, that was one of the better segments, I think, all season. Yeah, it was great. What do you think, so, Eric? Do you agree? <laughs> just yeah. Say, just say Hordor every time we ask Hordor. you. Hordor. Hordor. What are you looking at me like that for? I don't know. Because oh. you're a douche. Come on, man. What other storyline are we missing along before so well. we get to the finale? Um, so we touched on Arya's yeah, a little Sansa. bit. Well, uh, we, we, Sansa and Daenerys are the two. Well, the one thing I love this season was the whole storyline with Cersei bringing in the fucking religious cult to take over. <laughs> I actually did like that storyline because that was like a pinnacle of what not to do yes. if you have a city. Yeah. Don't let the fanatics take over. Yeah. This is what don't, I'm doing. The don't give them weapons. She, she weaponized that. Well... And it's, she gave them the law. It's a per yeah. yeah, it's a perfect thing though. It does. It's it's a, like a shot at religion. It's like this is what happens when you let the religious fucking nuts take over. This is what they do. And it back. I love the fact that she was just so thrilled that everything was working out for her. Got the queen, her brother put away, and she's living the fucking high life. Got her son back to herself. She's able to kind of run the city. And then all of a sudden, eh, guess what, whore? You fucking your brother. You get to go to prison Cousin. too. No. Also, brother. Well, yeah, cousin. Yeah, too. yeah she's. She didn't fuck confess everybody in your to the brother. Yeah. She I wonder if the cousin. High Sparrow knows about Jamie. Yes. He definitely does. Yeah. The he way knows. he looked at her. Yeah, he knows. So, I, so that's great the way they ended that and stuff because you know that shit's going down now. Oh yeah, especially now that she's out of that prison oh, and yeah. she has the fucking mountain zombie. Oh my god. To do her bidding, fucking shit is gonna get real. That yeah. look on her face whenever he was carrying her away of like, I'm going to kill every motherfucker. I like that. That threw anything at me or fucking said anything to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're all dead. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> that and town gonna is going to suffer And here's miserably. the thing though, it's going to blow up in her face too. Oh yeah. Because. 
fucking mountain zombie looks badass. You know what? Actually, on that on that note too, for Cersei, uh, one of the things that happened really, really early on in the series, and not series, the season was uh, that flashback to Cersei when she goes and meets that witch with her friend. Oh yeah. And that witch prophesied. Did you hear the prophecy? Do you know what that said? I kind of forgot to be honest with you, but I do recall the. She scene. she's like, tell me my future or whatever, and she's like, you'll have three children, and then she said, and three gold cloaks to go over them. Mm. So the prophecy is all of her children die. Yeah. And so far, two of them are dead. Yep. You know. Well, that's what happens when you have incest, baby. Well, that's what happens when you incest, baby. Go to a witch and piss her off. Yeah. Don't piss off a witch. Mm-hmm. And then Another incest, big one baby. is um, Stannis Baratheon. Oh yeah, we forgot about that. So he is wow, fucking up, burning his child alive. That was. Fucked up, dude. Immediately becoming the most hated character. <laughs> also, why religion should not be instituted in a lot of policy. And then being so yeah. blind, even though half of his fucking army is gone and he has no supplies, to think that he can take fucking uh, Winterfell. Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Stupid, <sighs> stupid move. Yeah, he was he was very arrogant. But he had the god of fire on his side. Well, and you know, to his to you know to, to back him up like. He's seen that kind of shit work out for him before. Rob Stark died over that. Joffrey Baratheon died over that. Well, like, he had his brother killed with the fucking smoke demon or whatever the fuck that thing was that that yeah, redheaded whore made. So how the hell could she not do something else to help him out there? I mean, she told him, you burn your fucking daughter, basically, make the sacrifice, prove your worth to the fucking god, and he'll mm-hmm. take care of you. So evidently her magic isn't as fucking strong as she thought. Um, she just needs to keep showing her tits and shut the fuck up. No doubt. Uh, whore. Whoa. Whore. Whoa. Really, really whore sexy whore. whore. Um, I do like how uh, Brianna Tarth's uh, sword is living up to its name. You guys remember its name? Oathkeeper. Yep. Mm, yeah. It is living up to its name big time. <laughs> yeah. Slicing dudes down. Yeah. I have a feeling that when Sansa and Theon jumped off, they knew more than we did, and they know what they're getting into. They didn't just commit suicide. I don't know if we've talked about that yet, but no, they I don't think they committed suicide. I think they no, jumped off because jump- they know they're jumping in the like sn- snow drift. Dude. Yeah, snow drift is below. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I think what'll end up happening is she'll run into Brienne. Oh, I don't know, man. Brienne's literally on the battlefield, like right outside the walls. Yes, but she's not going to run into the battlefield. She's yeah. going to run away from the battlefield. Yes. I would too, because they just left all the bodies out there. I have, you know, to... I think Winterfell has some shit ahead of them, because I think all of those He's people in that army, yeah, <laughs> I think every one of them comes out of the ground. Well, another storyline that wasn't even brought upon this year was um, a fucking oh, help me out, fucking what's his name, um, the stink motherfucker, <laughs> fucking the dude that went with uh, Sansa, Reek. What's his fucking real name? I can't think of his Theon? name. Yeah, Theon. Theon Greyjoy. The guy that jumped I told you I'm the... terrible at these fucking names. Theon's the guy that Theon's sister at the end. Remember at the end of the last season, Theon's sister was going to go look for him. Uh-huh. There's never any of that. She was going to get... She oh. found him. She Yeah. You remember that? She, she found, found him. him and he was in his cage and he didn't want to leave. He thought it was a trick. And then they were like, where's the prince? And she said, he's dead. And they went back to the Iron Islands. God, I mean, I really thought that they would do something else. Like, they, she would come back or... They they something. might next season. I don't know. They might be waiting for their time. That to wouldn't make strike. any sense. Yeah, because I just have to they imagine think that they have a claim to the throne as well. That's one thing. I've got to imagine that there's something's going to happen there. That family's going to come back and do some shit. 
So the other plots that we haven't touched on are the end of... We'll do the finale, I guess, all at once. Uh, but Daenerys' storyline with, like, the whole fighting pit thing and trying to rule Marine and having, like, the... Uh, that big uprising, the Sons of the Harpy. Yeah, I kind of... Taken away from the fact that I wanted to fuck her. <laughs> Take that out of the equation. Um, I really just don't like her character at all anymore. I'm just beaten by her. I'm, she has gotten very political. I'm fucking... Very, I just, very political. She's She seems like a psychopath to me. She's not very good at the game, though. And that's the whole depiction of her storyline is she's failing utterly because all of the people that advised her to begin with are yes. all gone. Like, Sir Barristan's dead. Mm-hmm. She keeps kicking Jorah out. He was, like, basically running the kingdom. Yeah. Or the, that city, rather, while she was in power. Because he was making all the decisions and stuff. And he was but now she, has she was taking his advice. So I think Tyrion probably does turn Tyrion it around. I think Tyrion and Varys t- turn bring that city that around. Back into the fold, and mm-hmm. they're definitely going to make uh, sure that her kingdom and army and whatever are up to par. And he's obviously going to be a huge help whenever they finally decide to cross the Black Sea or whatever they call it, the Narrow Sea. Narrow Sea. I don't know. That damn gang keeps killing her people and stuff, and now she knows that she can kind of control that one dragon stuff. I just see her fucking losing mm. her shit and fucking just starting to wipe motherfuckers out. I really it's don't. Possible. I don't see her getting it together and letting, you Well, know, I mean, she Tyrion. just got surrounded by a whole bunch of Dothraki, so, I mean, what is she going to do now? Yeah, that's true. Well, but then again... How is she going to get herself out of that? Well, she knows the language. So what? And she know, and she was with that fucking one dude. That means Cal jack Drogo. shit to the Dothraki. I get it, but I think that she'll just have to marry the leader of that particular clan. She'll yeah. find a Dothraki way to survive. Only care about who's alive. They don't give a shit about who's dead. I think she'll find a way to keep herself going. Also, until that if her dragon shows up, it would be kind of like, oh well. It's got to tend to its wounds though and heal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little bit of time, but. She'll I think the dragon probably dies, honestly. I bet it dies saving Daenerys. That's Or she dies because the directors are assholes and they just if I'll say this too, if Daenerys dies, <laughs> I don't know I don't what's gonna happen. I don't either. I'm just saying if that does, I kinda I'm not invested in any of the storyline, so I just won't care at that point. I don't really care if she dies. As long as she gets naked at least once more. <laughs> so you want the Dothraki to like strip her down and rape her Fucking and then just bang her a few her. times and kill her? I'll be fine with that. Okay, well, that's, Is that terrible? Yeah, it's a little bad, mm. yeah. So, yeah, well, well, whatever. Anyway, what Fuck else it. happened to that? Like, goddamn Jorah. What a trooper. What a fucking trooper. Definitely some blind faith going on there. Just keeps on going in, no matter what. That's what she Because he loves her. <laughs> um, all right, so we have a couple things to discuss because um, apparently these guys don't know what? much about... Game of Thrones lore, but the end of Arya's whole thing, whenever she decided to kill that dude, and uh, the Many-Faced God obviously found out, Mm -hmm. Um, and it would appear that in that, she's being punished, and she's, her sight is being taken away because she can't see, Mm -hmm. but first off, she's a Stark. Second off, if you look at the way that she becomes blinded, it's very, very similar to the wargs that we have seen, mm. which we already know Braun is one. Mm-hmm. He's also a Stark. Um, and if you look back at the very beginning of the season, or the very beginning of the whole series, 
all of the Stark children were given a direwolf pup. And if you haven't noticed, every time they separate from their dog, bad shit happens. If you guys have not been paying attention, like every single time, you know, Rob decided to chain up his uh, direwolf outside of the castle and go in and he got fucking murdered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, John Snow <clears throat> doesn't keep his on a, on a leash at all. Doesn't keep him around. Just lets him wander and do whatever. Fucking gets stabbed. Um, Arya sent hers off. Fucking is now abandoned and off in some foreign fucking place. After being toted around by the hound. Yeah. Um. You have Sansa, who's. They, let hers the get king, well, killed. The king, the king mandated that that wolf be killed. And her life has been shit ever since. Pretty much. But Arya's, Basically, it sucks to be a Stark. Arya's <laughs> is still alive, though. So I don't know where all that's going to tie into it. <clears throat> but at the end of the that, books. I believe she was warging. She wasn't becoming blind. I think she doesn't know what power she has. It's possible. And it's going way, through that. In the uh, passage where, I guess we'll talk about the finale and this segue too. In the passage where uh, John's getting stabbed, yeah, he doesn't say Ollie as his last word. He says ghost. So a lot of people think he warged as well. Well, yeah, that's another thing that I, I uh, somebody was telling me that um, apparently, like whenever they die, they live within their direwolf, mm-hmm. so they don't necessarily die completely. Mm-hmm. They have like a second life. Um, that is a popular theory because mm-hmm. Ghost is still out there. Um, another popular theory is that he's going to uh, be rezzed by the Red Witch because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, that is something that we've only seen once, but apparently in the books it happens a lot. Um, and from like one of my, one of my friends said, he's he said in the book nobody's dead unless their head is chopped off. And when it comes to the Starks, nobody's dead unless their head is chopped off and their dire wolf is head's chopped off. So, um, granted, I didn't really consider that at all a possibility. I didn't even know about that. Um, so when I saw the end of that series, it, it did hurt. Because <laughs> um, really, like I knew what was happening right when that little fucking shit came oh, in. Yeah. And was talking about his uncle or whatever. I was like, oh, this is a fucking coup if I've ever seen a fucking coup. And, of course, Jon Snow, being the blind hero that he is, runs out there. And I'm like, dude, come on. But in my heart of hearts, I was like, he's going to fight this off. He's going to see what's coming. He's going to live. He's going to live, you know. I just wanted him to kill that fucking kid. I just wanted him to jump up and fucking fuck that little bastard up and then fall over dead at least. And I hope that kid fucking dies a horrible death. Yeah. The, he dude, didn't, I hope he gets raped by a priest. John's not there anymore. At all. John's not there anymore. The wildlings that have crossed, none of the people in the watch are going to reach out to them for help. Oh no. And in fact, they'll probably slaughter them. Every probably. Oh, that would be great. Every single Teach them a fucking lesson. Every single one of the the guys that went across with John though, they all saw what fucking happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that it's that's our real that's why John's biggest problem is he never explained himself. He just did stuff. Yeah. He never told them, listen, it's this 
or we all die. Because if we just let them stay out there, their army is ridiculously huge when they march up to the I wall. I think he tried to explain it to him, but I don't think anybody listened. It's like Sam fucking knew that. Sam tried to explain to that little fucktard Ollie, too. He's like, dude, you don't understand. When you get older, there's sometimes you have to do things that don't seem right. You know, for the greater good kind of thing. And that little bitch was all, but they killed my fucking mom and dad. Fuck your mom and dad, you little bitch. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Get your fucking fu- Ollie. Go fucking do you my laundry. Piece of you, shit. You little ass <clears throat> clown. You fucking asshole. <laughs> anyway. anyway. So, I know that you're out on next season. You're I yeah, with John dead, honestly, I kinda don't, don't care. I'm dead. not that invested. I don't either. I think he's gonna come back some way. But eh. he's gonna come back as king of the with White Walkers. With the way that Every single Maybe story arc plateaued at the very end of this uh, season. Every single story arc is like headed down some really, really bad path. Mm-hmm. I am really, really excited for next season. I'm hoping to, that it's all this setup kind of shit is gone and it's just going to be fucking chaos and craziness from here on. Dude, I hope so. And we get Bran and Hodor back. Yep. Ah, fuck Hodor. He's Piece gonna be fucking laying down some beats while Brandon's yeah. warging. Hodor. Hodor. So we gotta to look forward to that. You know what? You know the other thing we haven't actually seen? We haven't heard from uh Rican. Rickon. Rickon. True. Rickon and um God damn it, I never remember this lady's name. Rickon. The wildling girl that Rob spared. I cannot remember her name. She was Tonks in Harry Potter. Fuck. What? I'm sure I'll get drilled in the comments of our thing. But it was anyway. this person. Wait, 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 wait for it, wait, wait for it. Wait. Got him! Oh my god. Woo! Oh, he's still partially alive. I saw him twitch. Okay, he he killed the fly. God damn it. Look at that little dude. So when Bog says on, on this show ever, I wouldn't even hurt a fly. You all heard it right there. He does. <laughs> I do hurt flies. Let's build a little fucking pyre and burn his ass to now, yeah, just for, oh look, he's still moving. Don't hey. hit him again. Set him on fire. Teach that motherfucker a lesson. I'll just let him suffer. Get a fucking napkin and fucking throw him in the trash. Yeah, nah, fuck Can that. Can you get a napkin for me? Fuck I'm, that. I'm you let that lazy. motherfucker suffer. Anyway, folks, he buzzed my ear like three times. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoyed the show. What? A lot of nerd talk. We apologize. Oh no. He, oh. Got, he got up on his legs. I couldn't let him live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, peace out, motherfucker. Definitely go check out our friends, yes. Digital Frustrations, yes. We the Gamer, yes. our Canadian buddies, Podlocked. Yes. Love those guys. Yeah, they're pretty fun. Yes. Yeah. We need to get them on the fucking show already. Joe wants to be on. We'll get him on. quit being fucking lazy and get that shit together. Hey, Jewel. Um, hey, bud. You want to go get some Tim Hortons? <laughs> <laughs> I heard their coffee's shit. I heard but. everything about them is shit. What, Pod Blocked? No, Tim Horton, Tim you Horton asshole. You piece of shit. Come on, man. And Pod Blocked. And of course, if you want to know what it's like to yes. take pixie dust, shove it up your nose, yes. fart it out your ass, yes. and then lick it with your tongue. Yes. What else would you lick it with? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I was just trying to be descriptive. Or, like I said earlier, if you want to know what it's like to have Stockholm Syndrome, mm-hmm. go check out Bro-pocalypse. And always listen while you're eating a bowl of peanut butter and syrup. And make sure that, that if you like- do go check out Bro-pocalypse and you go to their Facebook page, mm-hmm. that you 
shit on Brad as much as you can. So, should I listen to this show when I'm masturbating? I think that's the only time to listen to it, personally. Okay. <laughs> Especially the last show. When you're feeling frisky. Are you, do y'all just talk about your sexual exploits a lot? I'm it's kidding. It's just a bunch I of I think nonsense. me and Brad actually just need to, like, hang out. Get, get rid of all this I don't animosity. Know that, I think it's probably a little too late for that, because <laughs> after... After he'll probably just try to kill you. After Eric leaves his job, he'll have to come on and he can talk about all his fucking sexual dysfunctions <laughs> with us. Um, he can't do it now because he's a professional. Yeah, professional. He, indeed, indeed. He, once he leaves his job of leadership of men, he can come on and and tell women us. and women. Yeah, and the whores. He whoa. can come on and whoa. I said it, not you. It's okay. Waiters are pieces of shit. God damn. Hey, whores. And whores. Where's my steak whore? Anyway, folks. Because Michael didn't do this, check out our Facebook page. Yes. Go to our Twitter at yes. Intel Saviors. Um email us if you have anything relevant to say. Or even if you or do. not. You can just say hi. Or you send a picture. Intelsaviors at gmail.com. Pictures ladies. Um, oh, if you want to be on the show, round table, September. What, Stitcher. Yes. Um. Pretty much any iTunes. Tune yeah. In. Everything. Oh, yeah. No. We need those iTunes ratings. We still haven't gotten. You know. We, eh, eh. I'm very uh, disappointed, man. We had like we started asking for them. We got like six or seven real quick, and then now we're only up to like twenty, and it's like stationary. Uh, nobody's no fucking stationary. from Boggs. I mean, dude. Sorry, folks. Fuck you, motherfuckers. How long does it take? You sign on to your goddamn iTunes account. You go fucking put a little tick for a fucking whoa, star whoa. and just write fuck you die or something on the comments <laughs> well don't write that because then they probably won't publish it just put die or like i'd, I'd like to like see the thing you roll naked oh well that's explaining a lot so right I can now see why he missed a <laughs> so you can see why what you trailed <laughs> off there at the end <laughs> oh, what? oh no i don't have a dad joke prepared good no fuck you. Die. 